And just as a reminder to everyone listening, this podcast is not a substitute for any mental health consultation. You may go to mindcareclub.org to book an appointment with any of our first step providers to get an initial assessment or to any of our mental health providers of choice. For emergencies, Mind Care Club is not an emergency service. If you or a loved one are facing a mental health crisis or emergency, please call an ambulance. Lifeline 16911, Lifeline 16911, or proceed to the nearest emergency room. And throughout your journey, has there ever been a time that you felt um, physical hunger because of the adjustments you had to make? No. I eat so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love to eat. I think it helps that I love to cook and share it with people. I love that moment of excitement when somebody tries something that I've made and they understand that it doesn't have to be boring to go vegan. Kasi parang ang misconception din is salad lang kakainin mo, mm-hmm. But more and more, even in restaurants here in Manila, you can see, actually, all over the Philippines, mas marami na ngayon yung mga possibilities and options for for plant-based or, you know, vegans. Not not just vegetarians. So, oh, I want to try your cooking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Janine, yes. you mentioned something about the binge eat cycle. Can yeah. can you tell us more about that and how about its relationship with hunger? Mm-mm. Binge restriction cycle can happen for a lot of reasons, but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, sometimes it's just a behavioral cycle that is backed up by a lot of emotions as well. So for example, um, for people who are going through restrictive kinds of diets, we might restrict first for a while. We are motivated. We want to reduce our calories. And after a while, our body feels like we need the nutrients, right? And we might overdo. We might binge in the end. Usually what happens after a binge phase now sometimes we go into guilt and the guilt in itself starts over the process of res- restriction again um, so that's something that can affect a lot of people and it affects our mental health because guilt it's a feeling of we didn't do enough or uh, we can do better stuff like that I think that can um, affect people's way of thinking about food um, other things that can affect it is emotional eating. I think a lot of us might really experience that knowing the stress. What do we do when we're stressed? Sometimes we get a bag of chips, diba? Or when we're happy, like overly happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like to eat ice cream when I'm happy. So that's usually <laughs> what I do. And I tend to eat a lot of it, right? And it sometimes leads to guilt because of my mindset. So do you guys have experience in with the binge restriction? Yes. Yes, welcome to the human condition. I think all of us are trying <laughs> really to to experience that or to indulge in it every now and then. Sugar, salty food are readily available. No? Labas ka lang, right. 7-Eleven. No? Yeah, nandun nga. Kahit nga hindi ka na lumabas, right? Sa ating uh, mga kwarto to order, nandiyan na. Naman. <laughs> so we're prone to that. It's tough, no? Diba? You know, back to what you asked earlier on, Dr. Nino, yung how could we start this? No, definitely what Awa mentioned, no, no, taking a, an honest and objective stock of yourself. No, and what, what are your goals now? And what are you doing now? What part of your lifestyle is not allowing you to get there? No, that's an important step, right? That's always an important step. And if the binge um, eating cycle is part of it, then that's something you have to face. Um, the thing is, you have to do it slowly, talaga. No? Uh, 
yun ang yun yung di ba you set yourself off to failure if let's say perfectionistic yung approach mo no and pagka may namis ka may isang araw ka may nagkamali ka or suddenly relented to the urge to eat those supposed not so good food then suddenly you know back to the cycle kaya mahalaga um, take it slow you know um uh, aim for for realistic doable goals no one step at a time and uh, yeah mahalaga Mm-mm. yeah that sounds yeah. really uh, helpful, especially since Awa was mentioning how she added food. That was her strategy. So I think it's really important yeah. that we know how to start where we are. And then if wherever we are doesn't seem to include restriction at the moment, then we start with stuff that are good for us. And then we just keep adding on to that. It's like what we gain, not what we lost, lose. Mm-mm. And in a way, I guess this also plays into the concept of power because the more we label something as bad or the more we become too perfectionistic, right, then it has power over us because it's causing that guilt. Um, And to not do that, it's it's just a freedom of being compassionate to ourselves, as Papo said. The compassion for ourselves um, shows us that we love ourselves enough to want to want to take care of ourselves, to give us ourselves the nutrients our body needs, to allow us to do the activities we love to do because we have the energy to do so, things like that. So, but yeah. it's, it's, it's not to say that it's going to be smooth sailing, all pleasurable. <laughs> there will be moments when it's tough, right? Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know how are the guidelines of uh, the vegan no, um, lifestyle around sugar. Does it do they and about do they discourage taking too much sugar? What's what's the anubit around sugar? Well, vegans consume sugar anyway. So you can like what I said earlier, you can still be an unhealthy vegan. I love Oreos. There is a variety of Oreos that's vegan friendly. But you know, if I eat Oreos all day, then yes, it's really well, counterintuitive to that. So to limit sugar no, and, really, it's, it's it's such a highly unregulated drug. Mm-hmm. It is. It's made to be addictive because it triggers that sense of comfort or, oh, oh. my gosh, it's so good. Um, and it so, makes havoc sa, ano, ha, sa biome, microbiome, sa, ano, sugar. Mm-hmm. Kaya, I guess if there's one thing to anticipate na, na difficulty around changing your lifestyle, I guess many of us, kasi we don't realize it, we're, we're addicts to sugar, eh, di ba? Um, <laughs> in, a sense na, in the sense that... Uh, the, 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 the reward systems of sugar that's triggered no, the, in the area in the brain is actually similar to what's triggered when we take cocaine and any other hard drugs. No? That's why you begin to become addicted to it. No? Uh, we, we have tried to diba, stop so many times, but it's difficult because no? like, we're, in a sense, we're physiologically and not just psychologically I don't know, addicted to it. So that, that's uncomfortable too. That's unpleasant. No, to slowly, diba, awa from one or from two to three Oreos sa isang araw to two to three packs. Iba, ibang iba yun. And that will, that will you'll experience a bit of um, discomfort yeah. there. And you right. just have to endure that. And just remember that, hey, that's important because um, otherwise, you'd always go back to uh, the addictive behavior of going to sugar no? whenever you feel low. Um, I'd imagine now, diba, awa, as it's your sugar... Uh, intake has has lessened compared to when you started? Correct. Um, You know, I think also what's important to to highlight is the tendency 
for women, especially when they're going through the recycle, is to yeah. look for sugary things. Yes. So it's a comfort thing for, for most mm -hmm. of them. I personally, you know, I, I, I am still sometimes an emotional eater, but it's yeah. so important to understand, okay, why am I craving this? Right? Mm -hmm. Because also sometimes mm -hmm. when you're craving sugary things, it means you're lacking in certain nutrients or minerals. Mm -hmm. Or parang, uh, sometimes your headache is not because you're hungry, but because you're dehydrated. So you mm -hmm. mindfulness also about understanding, okay, why am I feeling this way? That mind-body connection is so important also, so that you understand how can I feel better, you know, in a in a in a direction wherein I'm not, you know, feeling guilty or binge eating or even um trying so hard to be perfect about it i want to share something about the um what you mentioned regarding the hunger no and being mindful about it because there are different kinds of hunger that's out there and for us to be able to recognize what kind of hunger we are currently feeling and it could be multiple kinds of hunger at the same time it kind of gives way for us to be mindful of how to satisfy that hunger. Mm -hmm. So as you said, if your body is likely craving something, uh, it's probably lacking certain nutrients or minerals that um, it needs, right? And so we might be seeking certain foods that could help that. So we have physical hunger. When we feel physical hunger, we have the rumbling of the stomach. Sometimes we get hangry, you know, and irritability is there. That's physical hunger. <laughs> I have hangriness all the time because <laughs> i because sometimes i I, mean, I neglect to eat for a period of time and being that people are like mm. oh you're so irritable Ayun, i'm hangry so that's physical hunger right but we also have emotional uh hunger we have practical hunger which is when you're anticipating that you will go without food for a period of time then of course taste taste hunger and cravings for certain foods sometimes we do crave that um, sugary addiction from, from cookies once in a while when we're um, during that period in the month, right? So I think just being able to acknowledge that talaga helps us know why certain foods are necessary for us, why certain foods will help us satisfy certain hungers. But I guess one of the things I learned is that it's also not always about food. So as you said, it could be about water, like we're thirsty. Sometimes mm -hmm. we're stressed. So instead of eating, there might be other uh, coping mechanisms that could help, Deva, and recognizing that there are other ways to deal with emotional states um, is another solution, I guess, to stress eating, right? Sorry, uh, Papa, I was interrupting you. Kanina. Actually, no, 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 because what you're sharing is actually connected to what I was wanted to share. That, that the importance, but the first thing that I was suggesting is to take a serious stop of yourself, your lifestyle, and clarify your goal and find out the gaps and make the change. The other important thing is really begin to learn how to be mindful. That's an, you know, that's an easy thing to say. But it requires a bit of um, practice not to, to do mindfulness. But why is this very important? It takes effort too, not to, to begin to learn how to do mindfulness. It's important because when you do begin to make, try to make changes you know, in your lifestyle around food, you have to acknowledge and accept that your, all the behaviors that's causing so much problems you know, around food you know, is actually a high, are, are hyper-learned behaviors, meaning you do them without thinking. 
we do them without thinking at all. Diba? Napasok ka sa mamaya-maya. Paglabas mo sa in the morning, pagkagising mo, you go straight to the kitchen without thinking. Na-stress ka, you felt bored, as she mentioned, diba, Janine? Dr. Janine? Oh, then you you reach out for your ice cream, diba? Or you felt bad, no? Um, diba? So social media ka, nakita mo, well, bakit? Bakit? Ang slim niya na, ako hindi. And then suddenly you felt bad, and then all of that, then, then you reach out, mamaya-maya, nag-chocolate ka na. So all of this, actually, we do it you know, quite mindlessly in the sense that you're not quite aware of it. So because it, it, we have a mechanism in our brains that to learn things in a hyper way, to hyper learn things. So that, because imagine mo naman if suddenly all the things that we need to do on a daily basis, we need to be conscious of them. That's going to be difficult. We can barely accomplish anything. It's like brushing your teeth, diba? Are you do you do your do you brush your teeth? Diba? You do it mindlessly. You're, you're thinking of other things while doing it. We have to accept that and acknowledge that usually pag nag start tayo, yung mga bad behavior natin around food, we do it mindlessly. That's why it's important to learn how to disengage, you know, from that uh, hyper-learned behavior. And science has shown and anecdotes, no? from our clients no, from the center no, and from all our work no, in, in psychology I have shared no, na, um, have shown too that if you are becoming if you are mindful if you learn the skill of mindfulness and you bring it into your life the, your effort to change your lifestyle around it actually helps it actually helps because what your brain will learn is oh not just in a conceptual way you will experience in a in a in a visceral way na all of this behavior i have been around food hindi naman nakakatulong hindi siya nakakatulong hindi siya masarap sa katawan and when you're beginning to make the changes add the food as our would mm. would suggest when you begin to make this you add the good food suddenly you feel better too and when you become aware of that then it's easier to change Kaya being mindful is important talaga it's now. not as easy as it sounds, though. Yes, diba? it's not. It's uh-huh. not. It's not. There are a lot of resources out there. I, mm-hmm. you know, one very popular resource, of course, in, in our phones, you know, is the Headspace app. That's a great start, you know. Um, and the thing is, if you feel like you can't learn it, you no, know, and you're you tried, you no, know, go to professionals you know, like psychologists, counselors, and other coaches there who can help you learn the skill. But as it is, I tell you, if you try hard enough, you no. Know, just make a small effort to learn it at the start. Spell, mm-hmm. Make a huge difference in your effort. I think that's why it also helped me because I love to cook. And cooking for me is a meditation. Yeah. If I, it brings me to that specific moment. Nothing Space. else matters. It's just about focusing on what I'm chopping or what I'm preparing. But it's also stimulating because I'm smelling it, I'm seeing it, I see the colors, and then I taste it. <laughs> It's an overall experience. So, diba? Which brings us, what is a mindful state, diba? and what is not? Mm-hmm. So, usually, ang gusto kong comparison yan. Yeah. Imagine nyo, di ba, nakapunta na kayo sa mga places like Boracay, when you're yes. just there, you're just noting everything without, and you're not judging Boracay, mm-hmm. all the aspects of Boracay, which makes you enjoy it. Diba? You're just there. You're just accepting. So, being mindful is that, just learning to be aware without judging. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even becoming aware of your judging, correct, and not judging it. So that's not <laughs> aware. So, so so that's being aware. So just learning how to do that. So in terms of food, it's more like this. You know, yan yung, ito one of those things that I discovered. And I was so surprised when I discovered it. 
problems. I was learning how to do mindfulness, and I was trying to change, um, move into, you know, try my hand in plant-based diet too, no, before. And napansin ko, when I was taking, when I was being mindful lang of sugar, I don't know if you noticed this, no? Pagka kumain ka ng sugar, either candy or any form or sugar, soon after, there's this urge to drink again. Something mm-hmm. sugar to eat again, something sweet. So then you realize, oh, hindi nga pala, it doesn't, it won't satisfy your 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 palate, no? If you drink, if you take sugar, if you take something sweet, at talagang magkakrave ka for a few minutes after magkakrave ka for another one. So just mm-hmm. to being aware of that, diba, sometimes makes you say, okay, ahead of time. If I take this, it will just bring me to that cascade you know, of, of mm. But again, it doesn't stop. Hindi ako 100% uh, effect, ano, no? uh, successful. <laughs> May mga times pa rin that I, you know, fall in. But to be aware is important. It, it and using you, it to understand yourself, diba? Yes, it, it, it makes you, it makes it easier for you to uh, press the pause button. Yeah. Uh, Seeing uh, from our conversation that our that eating and cooking are very embodied experiences, I was wondering if uh, we have any shared experiences about food, especially as Filipinos. Like, what are the good sides of the way that we see it, and then what are the not so good sides of the way we see it? Is that clear? Yeah. Is that clear enough? Uh, so you're asking, Tiba, what's the influence of? Uh, our culture as Filipinos yes. on, in our experience uh-huh. of food. No? Yeah. yeah in, interesting, I did some research a few years back you know, with a group of psychologists and we tried to get the the the, the imprint, that's what we call it, right? the, 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 the core meaning of food for Filipinos. So what we did was we put them in trance, you know, in the state where they can access their most powerful memories of food and lo and behold, no, what came out was really experience of uh, them enjoying food with their family as a young toddler. The, the pleasure of food is not just the, the taste of the food, but the joy that the company uh, provides. You know, when, when, when we did our research, it, it came out very simply, you know, food for us Filipinos, at least for those we interviewed, and suggests that food for us uh, is actually love and belonging. Something is love, so yeah, it's harder for us, you know. If it if food is love, of course, other cultures see food as fuel, diba? but to us, no, uh, um, it's love and belonging. And every time you eat food and dalna your favorite food, that's triggered too. You know, your your in a sense, your need for physical sustenance is not just addressed, but also your emotional need for love. No? Kaya mahirap siya. Kaya maganda may mindfulness ng konte para makita mo na okay. Yeah, ano, ano, how much love do I really get from this 10th uh, chocolate bar that I'm eating now? Diba? So, <laughs> so then your mindfulness would tell you, oh, not much. Um, kaya, mahalaga, mahalaga yun. I don't know if that, that answers your question, Ben. Yeah, it does. Thank you. To summarize, food means a lot to each of us. From our culture, for example, with how it's intimately tied to love and belonging. While it's wonderful how eating is tied to those concepts for us Filipinos, uh, we could also see how they can become obstacles for us. Like, what if we don't really want that extra cookie? What if what we really wanted was to experience love or belonging? 
Yeah, and eating is a shared experience. We might eat because we're physically hungry. We might eat because we're stressed, anticipating a long day, or just simply craving something. But a lot of times, it can be mindless and automatic. We emphasize today how important it is to be mindful of our state of being and appreciate what eating can do for us. Yeah, we also learned that food can give us nutrients and minerals that our body needs. It can fuel us to do our daily activities. On top of that, there's a physical connection between our mind and gut with how it can directly affect our moods, energy, and focus. And knowing that our guests underwent lifestyle changes, they paid attention to the addition of healthy foods instead of restricting and just had fun with eating and cooking. They were compassionate to themselves starting from where we are at currently and understanding that this journey isn't always easy but it's definitely worth it is there anything else you guys want to add um i think for me the most important thing to say is whatever diet you follow number one understand why you're doing it number two is always um consume the best quality that you can afford because what you put in your body will literally become a part of you. Number three, really just go about it with a sense of adventure and fun and self-love and self-care, you know, because it really will change the way you have a relationship with the internal conversations that you have with yourself. And at least I can speak for myself, that's how it, it really changed and helped me with my mental health. You know, the mindfulness, the the compassion towards others and the planet and even more so for myself and just enjoying and understanding that, you know, it doesn't have to be boring. I can have fun with this. It doesn't have to be strict and exhausting, you know, and the more you realize you're adding more value and more goodness for yourself, the more it will motivate you to just keep going. Thank you so much. Um, where can we reach both of you if ever we want to talk to you again? Um, you can just find me on Instagram. So you can see Life with Awa. And I share there really just different recipes and encourage people to try different things that being vegan and going plant-based doesn't have to be boring. Mm -mm, thank you. And then how about you, Papa? Remember this na lang. Let's try to remember this now. Uh, what's good for the, our microbiome friends in our stomach is good for our mood. You know? So, yeah, take care of what you put in your mouth and uh, uh, feed your microbiome because that would definitely have a significant, significant effect on your mental health. So now, um, if somehow you tried all of this, seek the help of others, even you know, uh, reach out to AWA or any other resource there, you know, and somehow you still find it difficult you know, to, to make the lifestyle change or you're still mentally, in terms of your mental health, you're still suffering. Um, I really strongly encourage everyone to seek professional help, you know, uh, like from mind care you know, and even from our center, you know, you saw the Center for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Um, yes, since the pandemic, our caseloads have, you know, have been almost overwhelming too. You know, but we are still, they're still, I don't know, we're still open to help. So reach out to us if you feel like it's, you're having a difficult time now. After, mm -hmm. yeah, we're here to help. Yes, thank you so much for thank both you. of you for attending today. Uh, we learned so much today, no? Um, so again, we have Awa from Life with Awa and also uh, Patrick A. Ong Ante from Solace Center for Community Therapy. Thank you. Therapy.
Thank you so much. Just a reminder to everyone listening, this podcast is not a substitute for any mental health consultation. You may go to mindcareclub.org to book an appointment with any of our first step providers to get an initial assessment or to any of your mental health providers of choice. If you found this podcast helpful, please follow us on social media. We are Mindcare Club on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Please share this episode with your friends. Follow Mindcare Podcast on Spotify and hit the bell button so you can be updated if we have new uploads.